And why'd he make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Got a smile when I say that shit. Ah! So we are live. We are live with Andrew Eastlund. What's up? What's up? How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I always feel the need to look at the camera too. I don't know yeah, why. exactly. So should I just stay more focused in conversation or? Uh, I mean, it's totally up to you. Um, see, sometimes, well, sometimes whenever I'm telling a story and like the person already knows the story, I'll tell it to the camera. Okay. But for the most part, yeah, pretty much okay. just, just have a good conversation. Right. Pretty much just having a good conversation and recording ourselves doing it. Hell yeah. In its simplest form, that's what the fuck this is, honestly. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know any of the details behind this story, but uh, you oh, you were talking about story. or Trud, my roommate, who I met Andrew from, um, was telling me that you have a really funny story with a uh, with a windshield. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty fucked up story to be honest. Really? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I forget how old I was. I think I was maybe like sixteen or seventeen, somewhere around that age. And, um, so you just got your license? Yeah, so we we had just all got our license and stuff, and Trudy got his license uh, like um, first because his birthday was in August, so he was driving us around. But anyways, uh, so we were going to the mall, and uh, we were just you know hanging out at the mall, and then we come back to my house, and then we're about to go somewhere, and uh, the guys I was with, uh, I think Mike and uh, another one of my buddies, and uh, so we go out to Mike's car, and they just won't let me in the car, like they're just you know dicking around. I I don't know, just playing a joke on me. They kept like driving up, you know, like I would walk to the car, they drive up, and then they'd sit there for a while and then drive up. Classic. And, yeah, it was just classic bullshit, you know. And uh, so I just, I'm just getting heated, man. Like, honestly, I just, like... Really? That was getting a reaction? No, no, I mean, not really, but I wasn't really, I guess, I guess, yeah, that was wrong. I I wasn't really mad, but I was just, like, you know, frustrated, annoyed. And honestly, I just didn't really care, but I just, I don't know where my brain went for a second, you know, I don't know, I really don't know. And I just picked up a rock, and, like, they were driving down the street. Like, and I just threw the rock. I don't know why I threw the rock, honestly. I, I'm 17 years old. I picked up a rock and threw it at a fucking moving car. Yeah. No way. At biggest, the windshield. I didn't really throw it at the car. I just threw the rock. I meant to, like, I don't even know what I meant to do, honestly. That's just, it was really. But it, regardless, it shattered But the regardless, windshield. yeah, of course, it just, dun, right in the back of Tree's windshield. The whole thing shattered. It was like a, uh, it was like winter time, so like the, whatever the glass was super cold, so it just like shattered it instantly. It That's cool. crazy. Yeah, honestly, it was, it was a five hundred dollar mistake, and uh, yeah, I definitely learned my lesson from that one. Right. Yeah, but it was it was cool because Mike was cool about it, and I just we just I just fixed it, and you know. So yeah, he's just like just pay for this. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Though. That was that. Yeah, it wasn't funny then, but I guess it's funny now. Yeah, for like like now that I know like everything's cool, you guys are cool, uh, everything's fine. Like it's it's hilarious for me to yeah. hear that now. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those dumb things that I do did i guess and don't nobody judge him off this story because this is a good guy yeah. i didn't realize that he... <laughs> no yeah honestly like i don't know what i was doing it was just <laughs> complete brain fart i was just 
Who knows? Just being dumb kids, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think I was probably 16. Makes you realize how much you mature over just these few years. Yeah. What are, you, are you 21 now? Not 20. 20? About to be 21. Okay, so about a four or five year difference, and like you're like, That's I don't know. Crazy. It's just crazy to think like yeah. these are the years that we like every five years at this point in our lives, and I feel like it should be this way for like your entire life if you're living a fulfilling life. But you're just you're not the same. Like your concept of self is so just evolving. shifted. Yeah, yeah, always constantly evolves. You know you're concept of self i mean as you you know experience more life i guess absolutely yeah so yeah that was just i can't believe i did that yeah that was that was horrible that's crazy (laughs) yeah i mean i feel so bad about it but it's funny it's in the past i've done some stupid shit you've done some stupid shit we've all done stupid shit like it is what it is it is what it is man and that doesn't define you so yeah exactly no judgment for me no i can't control what they're thinking about that story yeah (laughs) i don't know what you guys will think about but shit (laughs) dude so um well i was was just talking with my roommate upstairs about this but i think it's really important to have like a have something in life to look forward to and i kind of i i kind of this kind of brought up the thought that it's like a paradox in the aspect that it's extremely ironic because whenever you have something to look forward to, for example, say you have like a big soccer game like yeah. that night and you wake up and there's a ton of shit you might not necessarily want to do that morning. Yeah. And then you go on and you, you go about your day and you do all that shit. But if you have that uh, that thing in the back of your mind, that championship soccer game yeah. to look forward to, the That's irony hard. and the paradox is that it's going to bring you to a lot more present moment awareness while you're going about your day. That's true. I definitely think it's always good to have, you know, something to look forward to. I mean, it just keeps you uh, motivated on simple things, you know. Like, I mean, I feel like if I, you know, I have, like, if I'm going out to, you know, dinner or something or out to a party or something, uh, like, everything I do before then, you know, I do it and I just feel like time moves so much faster when you have something to you know look forward to like at work i don't ever look at the clock because you know i mean look at the clock it just you know slows things down and it makes time go by so slow but i feel like if you just have something uh i guess to look forward to it's just you know motivates you and stuff like that it's crazy how just that shift in perspective can alter your perception of time Mm -hmm. that's crazy exactly exactly i just I don't really know, like, or, you know, I feel like everybody knows what I'm talking about, you know, when, about that, but, yeah, I would, I would say, you know, having something to, you know, look forward to is, you know, I guess it just keeps you, you know, I don't even really know how to say it, you know, but just, you know, it keeps you, you know, going, you know, like, yeah, I got something to do later on. It kind of gives you something to smile about. Exactly. Whenever yeah, you're getting through the, about, yeah. the grit and the grime of exactly. the day. Exactly. Because, I mean, the you know, the things that you don't want to do during the day, you know, I mean, you got to do them, but look forward to, you know, what positive you have, you know, later on. So, yeah. That, sure. This is This is kind of a... Um, obviously, I mean, we all kind of know this to some extent. Like, we're happier whenever we... Uh, think about like whenever we have something to look forward to but this is something that's kind of been 
on my mind a lot more lately, and I didn't really even like think about it until tonight, but that, that really is important. And once you identify how important that is, then you can kind of, there's almost like an art to it. Like you can, uh, you, you learn, okay, this is important to have something to look forward to. So then the art is to be able to apply uh, and make, like create circumstances in your life in the future that you're going to look forward to. Like, for example, for me, that might be like podcasting. Like if I, if I know I got a long day on Tuesday because I got three classes and then I got some homework mixed in there. Uh, and a few other things, but but at the end of that day, I get to do a podcast. Then, like, there's beauty in that. Like today, yeah. you and I spent the entire day today, like, studying for this test. Yeah. And what we did to get through it was this podcast. We're like, oh, dude, we can do a podcast. Yeah. We can hang out. We can chill afterwards. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. And honestly, an example of that would be, you know, I was looking forward to, you know, turning my test in. Honestly, I was looking forward to, you know, being done with the test. And it just made me work even harder because I know that, you know, once I turned in the test, I wanted to be, you know, positive and, you know, have a good night. I didn't want to do shitty on the test and fuck my night up, you know? Absolutely. Like, I mean, it just, it, I guess it makes you a better person to have something to look forward to because you do the shitty things better almost, maybe. I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Who knows? But, yeah. I mean, that's just one thought, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of, it makes you realize that everything in life the good and the bad is only temporary exactly You're like yo like this this sucks right now but yeah tonight i get to do exactly. whatever it is you're exactly. looking forward to exactly and you that's can, important you can even use that as a tool to you know be more productive like say you know i'm gonna do, if you know you have to clean your room do your laundry you know i'm gonna do like and you don't really have to do it that day but, you know, maybe if you just be like, you know, I'm going to reward myself. I'm going to go out for ice cream after I do that or something. Or, you know, part, like, I don't know, have a few drinks or something. But I don't know. I mean, I just feel like it just makes you, you know, more productive almost. You can use it as a tool to be more productive. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And honestly, dude, you need to calm down over there with the drinks. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, no alcohol on this show. No. Oh. oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. We don't drink. We don't no. drink. No, no, no. no, actually, I uh, personally, I I really don't drink that often, especially yeah. for a college student. I mean, I drink, I usually, like, I pretty frequently I'll have beers on this podcast. and Really? Because it's a good, like, conversational, like, it's, uh, it's a good icebreaker. Social ice lubricant? Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. But, I like I mean, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, loop that shit right up. <laughs> I just, yeah, dude, I honestly just uh, heard that uh, saying from uh, somebody I worked with at a golf course last time. Referring to alcohol? Yeah, he's just like, yeah, it's social lubricant. I was just like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, had never heard that before. Dude, the imagery in my mind whenever he said that was a doctor putting on like a really lubed up glove <laughs> and just shoving his whole, like, just oh my fisting God. the glove. Like this glove, yeah, I don't know why I was imagining it going up to his elbow, but oh my god, that's creepy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you never want to uh, see that. I guess so much, like so much lube that he's he's shoving through. Whenever he uh, snaps the latex glove, a little lube shoots off and hits you right between the eyes. <laughs> yeah, some Larry Nasser shit right there. <laughs> some what? Larry Nasser shit right there. Who's that? I mean, that's a very bad joke, but he was the Olympic doctor that, um... Oh! Yeah, he did all those bad things. 
But he he's the one who like raped all those little yeah. girls or yeah. something, right? Yeah. Was it just little girls or little boys? No, too? it was uh, it was actually like Olympic athletes and like you know. Regardless of gender. Yeah, he was a Michigan State uh, doctor. Regardless of age. Oh no, it was just uh, women. Just girls. just women. Yeah. But regardless of age. Uh, yeah. Like, cause oh. weren't a lot of these girls underage? Oh, underage? Of course they were underage. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he was like fifty. He was working on like fifteen-year-olds, fourteen-year-olds. God I mean, have mercy. He worked on like you know the whole. I mean, he basically worked on anybody that was an athlete. So, I mean, he's a fucked up guy. Some Hitler shit right there. Yeah, some like power trip right there. Honestly. Wow. Like he used his fucking. You know, people trusted him. I mean, you trust the doctor, don't you? You know, I mean, sometimes. Until he puts his finger on my asshole, I trust him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't trust everybody, but you'd think, you know, like, you'd have more trust for somebody that's a doctor. No, absolutely. Especially, you know? I mean, that authority figure. and Because yeah, like, the power they have, like, over you, you know, they have the power to, you know, do anything. I know me, uh, I, I kind of, since I have so little, so I'm so ignorant to, like, the medical field. That, like, anything to do with that, I'm, I'm kind of, like, subservient to the individual because they are, like, an authoritative figure to me. Like, and they, they have, like you said, they have the yeah, power. Like, exactly. I mean, they have just, they have more power than me and you, I guess. I mean, I would say. You know? Like, I, I just, uh, I don't really, I don't think. Like, I don't analyze what they're saying because so I, much yeah. of it's beyond me. That, yeah, like, exactly. It's, uh, it's like the same idea as, like, trying to describe God. You know what I mean? Like, so little of it I understand and I never will understand. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I can control how much I, I can decide to pursue medical field if I want. But, like, yeah. so little of it I understand that I'm just, like, I just kind of acquiesce to whatever the fuck they say. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. That's uh, yeah. that's cool. That's true, but that brings up a, a key point because I think everybody must, you know, have some knowledge of the human body, you know, some basic biology, you know, just science, like the science behind your body, so you know what the doctor's talking about a little bit. Of course, you're not going to know everything, but I mean, I mean, if you come in there with absolute no clue about, I mean, obviously you have a clue. I mean, you're twenty. How old are you? 22. 22. So, I mean, obviously, you know, you have a basic, you know, understanding of the uh, human body, but I feel like that's key because, you know, some doctors just, I mean, they are bullshit crooks. I mean, you know, so, I mean, you have to have knowledge, too. I mean, it's your body. I mean, don't you want to know about it? But think about whenever he starts throwing those big oh, yeah, words at you. Of course, yeah, the big words. He's like yeah. the metaphysical... Uh, Incarceration. I'm just throwing out big words. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, like, so, like big words that are just over your head. You're like, okay, I missed that one. Yeah. Missed that one too. I don't even know if he's speaking English right now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. You're just like, okay, like. But yeah, that's true. I mean, obviously, he's gonna, you know, possess so much more knowledge. But all the doctors that I've had, you know, they, you know, kind of describe it to you in like a uh, you know dumbed down watered down version mm -hmm. of what they're actually saying but still you need the knowledge I mean I feel like everybody should take like a you know a class I feel like that should be a class a genetic class just like human anatomy teach, mm -hmm. teach everybody about you know the human body because I mean if you don't know anything about your human your body then how are you supposed to you know treat it the best true true so I mean it's it only you know is to one's um, 
uh, it's to one's advantage to know more about the human body. So yeah. Yeah, that's a valid point for sure. For sure. But then but, to some degree, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like he, if they if they start throwing out some some uh, medical jargon at you. Yeah, it's just like, dude, fuck, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. so much of it is just over your head. Yeah, exactly. But it is what it is. I had something else I was going to elaborate on that, that same point, but, um, oh, oh, so, like, but, but yeah, so, with, the, with that being said, if they have the, the, uh, medical jargon that they're able to throw at you, and they, they understand that they have such a better comprehension of what they're talking about than you, and they can kind of tell by that blank stare in your face yeah. that you're just kind of, like, simply agreeing with them and not really, like, like, yeah. fully understanding what they're saying. Yeah then uh, they can use that as to uh, against you to manipulate you and that's probably what he did yeah I don't know I'm speaking purely out of ignorance I'm just trying to I'm, yeah, I'm trying no, to assume I mean like, yeah obviously you know every doctor is going to look at their patient you know with the sense of you know like they know more and uh, you know they would probably think the doctor probably thinks you know this guy girl is probably just you know listening to me and he has he or she has no idea what I'm talking about. So that's why you always have to, you know, go to multiple doctors before surgery or something. Get multiple, you know, like see what like different doctors say because honestly, like, you're right. We don't really know too much about, you know, medicine or anything like that. So who knows if that's the best option? You know, you should always consult different options. I mean, before surgery. But you're totally right on your point you brought up earlier as well. With like we we probably should get some like better understanding yeah. like like it doesn't even have to be like like a lot it just has to you know like what to do like when you have like a fever or something like that totally know? like I mean I don't really know you know what like medicine to take whenever I have a cold I mean like you know I mean that's just basic knowledge like of the human body but I mean I guess that really doesn't play into uh, the doctor scene but yeah I mean having basic knowledge is definitely key and you know protecting yourself honestly because some doctors honestly are like you know fucked up like i mean if they're trying to prescribe you something that you don't want to be prescribed or like you have no clue about it you know and then it's just it could be bad good know? point because i mean my my grandpa actually he was uh prescribed this medicine that I think it helped him with his like kidney or something, but it also like messed up his like Achilles. Really? Both of his legs, yeah. So it was because of the you know medicine that he took, and I don't know if he knew prior to that. That's such a specific so, yeah. part of your body to like yeah. just kind of mess up whenever yeah, it's working. Yeah, and it's horrible because dude, your Achilles is like you know the key to walking almost. Absolutely. Yeah. But, it's got to be up there with like the big toe and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's wild. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's an example of, you know, like having, you know, if he would have known that, then, I mean, it's not, you know, anything against him. But if he would have known, then he would have saved himself from that, you know. But, so I guess carrying into the future, like some precautions society could make real uh, would be to inform the public more so like through our general education we could uh inform the the yeah. general public on 
things that are going to benefit them so that doctors aren't able to manipulate them using yeah. jargon that's over their head. Yeah. But also it would be important to consider uh, some form of credentials or requirements that doctors need to fulfill, maybe like an ethics class. Yeah. So that they're true. more like ethically sound. Exactly. But then again, like, I mean, if they're, if they're corrupt, they're corrupt. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I mean, it plays into that, you know, it, not very not a lot of doctors are corrupt but you know like having a basic knowledge of like the human body can make like can help you make better decisions you know like if the doctor's telling you you know something that you don't think will like you know help you uh-huh. even if it's not even bad you know if he's just like you know gives you advice or you know well, like what he tells you to do or what he tells you he's going to do he or she but, like, that, it also plays into the role with, you know, getting a second opinion, you know. Like, it's just like, you know, having a basic understanding so, you know, you can, you know, weigh your options, you know. Especially in, like, an important decision, you're totally right. Yeah, exactly. Like, a, you know, like a surgery. Like, I mean, whenever you get put under, I mean, you have a chance of dying. So, I mean, you got to mm. make sure, like, mm. like, you got to make sure it's worth to have, you know, surgery. Now, is it really worth having surgery stuff like that? I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Good point. And I mean, realistically speaking, there is greed. There is personal gain at play. Like, we don't we don't know what the doctor's motives are. are they are they really thinking for you, or are they thinking yeah. for themselves? Are yeah. they thinking for that fucking paycheck? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> because every single thing they do gets added onto the bill. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a fucking you know taking your car to the mechanic, and he's just fucking adding shit to the bill. You know, he's like. I feel like if you take your car, this is kind of funny and random and off topic, but like if you take your car to the, you know, the mechanic and they always got something else to tell you that's wrong with the car. Oh, it's a really good comparison. You know, like, I mean, you know, doctor could easily do that. It's the same, no, that's the same, I don't think that's off topic at all. That's the same exact example. It's using your own ignorance against you. It's just like we were taught, like we're taking an accounting class together. That's the test we were studying for tonight. And that's what everybody tells me. They're like, all right, if you're not going to use this, make sure you learn it so that nobody can learn it, use it uh, against you and use yeah. your own ignorance against you. Exactly. Like, I mean, I, and yeah. that's been the motivating force in learning this yeah. fucking thing. I'm not a robot. No offense <laughs> yeah. to any uh, accountants out there, but yeah. yeah, I'm not a fucking robot. <laughs> yeah, me either. But uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah, and that also just goes back onto the trust, you know? Like, you got to trust the doctor mm-hmm. to make sure that he's not doing stuff like that. You know, I mean, I guess this discussion got started by Larry Nasser, but, you know, you got to trust, you know, that your mechanic's not going to fuck you and, you know, add shit on, you know. I mean, those people pl- have such, you know, trust. People trust them so much. People trust them every day, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, people trust, you know, me and you every day, maybe. I mean, I don't know, but every single day somebody trusts the doctor. You know? Yeah. Honestly. Every, every day somebody's putting their trust in uh, him or her. In a total stranger. Yeah. Honestly. That's frightening. That's alarming. Yeah, exactly. And it's with your body, you know? So, I mean. That's really a position you can be vulnerable with monetarily, health, yeah. like health reasons like that's that's really scary the amount of control and power that doctors have it really is yeah like doctors specifically yeah and it's just it is scary 
you know because but i mean you know they go through so much schooling and stuff like that like obviously you'd think you know if you went through like that much schooling you actually had a passion for it you just didn't want to you know rack rake up the bucks because honestly every doctor is smart so if they wanted to make a bunch of money they'd probably go do it in the you know stock market or something else Mm-hmm. Usually, I feel like if a doctor, you know, becomes a doctor, they do all that schooling because they actually have a passion to help people. But I don't know. I mean, but then again, people people are incentivized by money. Exactly. Exactly. Who knows? Like exactly. I mean, it's, it's the notorious route if you want to get paid. Like people always tell you, if you want to make money yeah. when you're older, become yeah. a doctor or a yeah. lawyer. That's exactly. what, that's what you always hear. You know. That's true. That's very true. No, that's a good. I, I feel like there has to be some. Some passion, some point of interest involved there, but yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So on that topic, uh, since we're kind of talking about intentions, I actually have this question written down right now. Right. I'm not here. I'll flip this. I'll flip this note card over. Okay. This is off the Can't dome, see. baby. Off this the is dome. off the dome. Off the dome, baby. <laughs> so why do you think? We as humans judge others by their actions and we judge ourselves by our intentions. So, hold do you want to say that, that was again? a deep question. Hold That's totally shit. understandable. Yeah. <laughs> hold oh, yeah. up, hold up. <laughs> rewind, rewind. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could beatbox and do like yeah. actual rewinding something. <laughs> Just sounded like a dying horse. It's I'm like, sorry. I yeah, know. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, Okay, why do you think we judge others by their actions and judge ourselves by our intentions? So why do we judge others by our actions? By their actions, by I their apologize. Actions. Well, I mean, I feel like, you know, it's easy to judge somebody by their actions, you know. I mean, plain and simple. You know, if somebody, you know, deep down inside is a good person, you've never met them before, but they killed somebody in a DUI crash, you're automatically going to think that that person's got a problem, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, that's just an example, you know? Like, your actions define who you are. So I feel like that is, like, one of the ways, I guess, maybe to judge somebody. But also, nobody's perfect, you know? I mean, people do stupid things, like throw a rock through a windshield. And, <laughs> you know, like, I mean... People do stupid things, and they're, you know, not bad people. We all do stupid things. So but I think it's just easy to, you know, you know, just judge somebody from what they do, how they act, you know, how they portray themselves, what decisions they make. You know, I feel like that, like, is an easy way to read the book by the cover. So you think it's cover. easier, and that's possibly why we go that route because yeah. it's way it's easier to not think empathetically what that yeah. person was going through where you just don't even know you know like you just don't even know what they're feeling you know you don't know them really too well you know maybe that's the case i don't know and it's kind of easier not to get to know them exactly to deem them as this terrible person exactly exactly and that's not all, all the times the case so let's let's. Uh, but yeah, then what's the second part of that question? But we uh, well let, let's roll with that real yeah, quick, okay. if you don't mind. Um, so the like whenever whenever somebody gets in a drunk driving accident, they chose to get into the vehicle impaired, and then they took the life of somebody that was completely innocent. We as society, and I would agree, judge that person typically. 
as a bad person. Yeah. For the actions they've made. So let's let's flip it up or switch it up and say that person was. <laughs> it, it's actually triggered um, because of the longest yard, but Adam Sandler. Yeah. So Adam Sandler is an individual who has made millions, millions of people like smile. Yeah. He's made me laugh a ton of times. Yeah. He's like he's added quality. He's added value to the quality of my life. Yeah. And to millions of others. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I, I don't know, I might go as far as to say he's made a lot of people better people because, yeah. all right, but, but, but he's made people happy. Yeah. But he kills that one person. Does that make him a bad person? I mean, honestly, I would say that, you know, certain actions can define, you know, who you are as a person. I mean... It's sad to say, but I feel like if you make a decision like that and you, you know, get into a car drunk, I mean, first of all, that's not a good decision to make in the first place. And you end up killing somebody. Like, I mean, obviously, I don't think that that person is a bad person forever, but I feel like they just, you know, fuck themselves, basically, because from here on out, people are going to think that they're a bad person. Right. No matter what they do, they f- that one action can you know change how people view you. Forever, oh, totally. You know, and that's I mean, that's kind of I guess where I'm going at is you know if you make a huge mistake, yeah, you can resurrect yourself after, but in some other eyes, someone else's eyes, you know, they probably think that you're a bad person. Not everybody, but you know, some people. Some people are going to always think that Adam Sandler was a bad person if he killed somebody in a DUI. Did he actually do that? No, no. Okay. I was just using him as an example. Yeah, I was hoping not, dude. I fucking love Adam Sandler. But, uh, I mean, some people are obviously you know, going to think that he's a bad person forever. But there's some people that would, you know, maybe, like, say after he, you know, like, donates a lot of money to this and, you know, like, he makes that his, like, you know, life purpose to, you know, help that, you know, area, you know, help cut down DUI drivers or something like that. Some people are going to think that he's a good person. So he starts, in result of him messing up, he, he made this tragic mistake. And in result, he he does all these positive, altruistic, charitable uh, acts. So, like, if he were to do that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, in some people's eyes, you know, they would think that, you know, I mean, everybody makes mistakes, but those mistakes are so big, you know. I mean, that just, you know, it goes back into, like, one action can define you forever, you know. I mean... It is what it is, but that's a huge, you know, that's a huge fuck up. And it's way easier to to uh, destroy a reputation than it is to build it, and especially mm-hmm. to rebuild a reputation. Exactly. That's why I'm always, I'm sometimes I'm cautious and hesitant, uh, like on this podcast, because like I'm like, damn, like I could say twenty good things this podcast, or at least yeah. that I would think is good things, and then maybe one thing isn't necessarily good, or it's it's something like. I don't know, people say it's bad, or let's just say I get a lot of, like, negative publicity because of that. Like, it's so much easier. Like, it makes me a lot more vulnerable to be, like, attacked for that yeah. one thing. Exactly. But does that necessarily make me a bad person? Yeah. And who knows my intentions? But, like, on that on that, uh, on that, that same exact thing, like, um, 
An well, example of that would be the Logan Paul with the suicide forest. Yeah, good good you example. Know, like, I mean, obviously, I mean, that kid is pretty, I mean, some people might view him as annoying. I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of him, but obviously a lot of people like him. But, you know, he did that one thing, and, you know, now forever people are going to judge him mm-hmm. enough for that. Like, I mean, he can't take it back, you know. Does like, that necessarily make him a bad person, though? I mean, you know, I don't know if that necessarily makes him a bad person, obviously. Everybody makes mistakes, and, you know, mistakes a lot of times don't define you. But, I mean, I would say that that's, you know, a bad look for him you mm-hmm. know i mean and that'll stay with him forever so i mean i think on that topic he was uh he's i, I like he, again he made so many people smile so many yeah. people laugh and it's really interesting to me that like as much good as he has done that this this thing that society has deemed as unacceptable him if you if you're not familiar with the logan paul situation the japanese suicide force he basically Walked into this uh, infamous suicide forest in Japan, which I already knew about before. Like I knew that was a thing. Like they, that people go. Like yeah, there are a fair amount of suicides so like sad. every year. And uh, he happened to come across a body while he was vlogging. And what he decided to do was pretty much take a video with this, like almost like a selfie video. Hey, look at me, look yeah, at me kind exactly. of deal. And it wasn't even like a, you know, it wasn't in a good tone, you know. He was almost like, just like, he was weird. That was weird, you know. Like, how, I, it was just weird how he reacted to that. Mm-hmm. Like, he just didn't even have, like, I mean, you know, respect for humanity, I guess. You could I mean, say that. What I, what I think with his situation was, is he's an entertainer. That's his job. He gets paid to entertain people by just recording his everyday life. Yeah. And really, what he, he's really fucking good at him and Jake Paul both. They're incredible at just hyping up, like, everyday situations. Like, yeah. and making, like, hey, look at me, look at this, look exactly. at this going on over here. Yeah. Like, this is the, they make the mundane extraordinary. They make the ordinary extraordinary. And yeah. it's, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it's, I don't, I just don't think he understood the, the barriers that he needed to cross. And I think that was almost inevitable with him because yeah. he was constantly pushing that, yeah, he, that, um, envelope. yeah, the envelope of just going so crazy yeah. that he never, uh, he was, he was bound to run into something that people weren't going to like eventually. Exactly. So yeah. he, he, he did something, thought it was goofy. Uh, who knows? Maybe in that moment, it maybe just, it was kind of goofy, but yeah. then, then the, uh, the stigma that everybody started attaching with it, and I'm, I'm sure it became the popular belief, and then, you know, some people love to just say, fuck you, like, yeah, especially exactly. to Logan Paul. Exactly. Like, once Logan Paul starts getting fucked, like, everybody's, like, jumping on board. Fuck you, yeah, Logan Paul, exactly. you suck. And that's, I mean, it's just, like, with people, like, you know, so many people look up to that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people, you know, know who he is, you know, and he, you know, is on such a huge platform that I just feel like he thought that he could get, you know, maybe more views doing it like that. But it was just like, I feel like he, if he would have taken the ethical route and, you know, like put down the camera and stuff like that, that would show people, you know, that he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. But just to videotape that shit, dude. 
This is weird, dude. Like, that's fucked up. I mean, obviously, like, you can say, you know, everybody's politically correct and stuff. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, there's jokes and everything, you know? But not that. And to, with this audience, you have to think about that, too. Like, young kids. Young kids, or like middle school, early high school, you know? Like, what the hell? I. And, he just felt, I, I feel like he just felt invisible or almost like, you know, or invincible, feel, invincible. Yeah. He was just, he felt like, you know, I mean, he couldn't make a mistake. I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, it's sad that he did that. Like, you know, obviously he's a pr- probably a pretty good guy. He's doing good things, but that pretty much fucked him. For so sure. on that, on that note, do you think, do you think people are judging him too much of his intention or too much by his actions? Because, if you think about it, what were his intentions of doing that? His intentions were probably pretty damn similar to everything else he does in his vlogs to get views, and to gain attention, it. yeah, to monetize it, to, to, to eventually, in result, monetize it, and to, uh, to make people laugh. I'm yeah. assuming that's what his intentions were, to, yeah. to make money, make people laugh, and get views on YouTube. Exactly. And honestly, I feel like those kids are just too revolved around money. I mean, obviously, you've heard them. You know, they just, they, I mean, they just, like, like, they boast about everything. And, you know, they just, like, flash everything. And I just feel like... Like the Paul brothers? Yeah, I feel like they just flash everything they have. I mean, obviously, they're rich as hell, but they just flash it. And it's just, like, you don't even need to do that, you know? Can you blame them, though? I mean, you can't... I'm not saying up on I'm just trying to see it from their point of view. Yeah, you can't blame them, but also, like, I mean... It's just kind of, I mean, obviously, yeah, if I was a millionaire, I'd probably be, you know, flashing some fucking ice, you know, getting a chain or something. But, I mean, they just take it. And I feel like he thought that he could get so many views from that video. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even about to, like, you know, make people laugh. It was just about to get the views for, I guess, monetizing it, you know. Um, I feel like he thought that that would be, you know people would click on that on YouTube, you know? Right. And I just feel like he thought about monetizing and his popularity before, you know, the ethical thing to do in this case, you know? Like, he shouldn't even fucking done a video about that. But he probably justified it to himself because all the yeah, things he, just, he was probably yeah. going to gain. And yeah. He did gain a lot of publicity. Not necessarily yeah. positive publicity, yeah, oh, but... horrible. Yeah. He definitely gained publicity, which is undeniable. Yeah. I, I don't know, but you also have to think from their point of view and their perspective. I mean, they these are two, I believe Logan Paul was in college, and then Jake Paul was in high school. But these are two two kids, basically, like mm-hmm. early college, late high school, let's just say that. I don't remember exactly how old they were whenever they blew up. Just making six-second videos, and then yeah. they end up going viral on this shit, moving out to L.A., and one, Jake Paul just made fifty million dollars last year. It's crazy. Like that's that's crazy. That's insane. So like that that shift in like perspective that you would have, it would make you pretty cocky. Like yeah, you would you not be the to, same yeah. self. Exactly. Like yeah, it's almost yeah. like winning the lottery. You know exactly. Like, I mean, how are you gonna act after that? But there's like a sense of hubris behind that, behind winning the lottery, because like it's it's not like you just paid it for a little ticket and happen to have the same numbers like you earn that shit and you yeah. earn every fucking view every everything every dollar yeah, you you exactly. did you earn that shit exactly. so like there's gonna be some conceit behind it exactly and they, they do work hard but um 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know where they're I was going with that. <laughs> I guess they're just arrogant, and they just, you know, their arrogance trump their, you know, decision-making skills, you know. And they, it was, a, it was a bad mistake. And I agree with you. I think they're undeniably arrogant, but I think they take a lot more shit for it than they deserve because they are, uh, because, I mean, they're, they're so young. I mean, just yeah. look at all the Disney Channel stars. Yeah. Like, and that, that shift that they, they went through, like, I just... I just really don't think you can blame them yeah, as much. Exactly. And also, you know, we're judging them by their actions. We don't know, you know, how they are behind the scenes. You know, we don't really know who they are. You know, you just know the Logan Paul that's on the screen, you know. You don't know his, like, you know, you don't know what he thinks about, you know. I mean, I guess that just goes, plays back to the, the question of, uh, you know, uh, why people judge people on their actions, you know. So we assume other people's intentions way yeah. too fucking much. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I but I have heard um, from Jake Paul's like ex girlfriend. I watched a video one night. I was yeah. I was fangirling. <laughs> I was fanboying. Uh, I don't even know if that's an expression. I'll just go with fangirling. Fangirling. Is it fanboy or fangirl? Do you know, fanboy. Fanboy. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I will go with fanboy, fanboy just because I identify as a male. Yeah. Same, same, same here. <laughs> uh, so, so we, uh, yeah, fan. We, I was, I was fanboying one night, and I was watching uh, one of old, Jake Paul's ex girlfriend, Alyssa Violet. She's really fucking hot. That's why I started watching the video. But oh, she's yeah. like, basically saying that Jake Paul and her were dating, and that he was manipulative, and that he would have other girls over while, like, like up to his room while she would just stay downstairs and she knew that he was hooking up with all these different girls and all this and unethical again it's really shitty but like like what would you do if you were if you were virtually a kid yeah that i mean you you had the same access to like pussy that we have now or like whatever whatever his his access was and then you just increase that exponentially to yeah. where he can get pretty much any girl he wants yeah i mean it would just be I mean, it would be fun. <laughs> I mean, it would be fun to be that. I mean, honestly, like, you can't blame him there. Mm. I mean, honestly, he just, if he's in that position, you just shouldn't have a girlfriend, dude. I agree, I agree. Girlfriend, you know, like, if you're fucking, you know, balling like that and got so much fame, you might as well just, you know, enjoy yourself, like, like uh, it's single, the single life. Or, yeah, or, you know, stay committed, you know. But, I mean, no, I feel that. I feel that. But definitely, like, I know I probably would go crazy with that. Especially that age. That's what I think. I exactly. think people lack the empathy when they look at the Paul brothers to consider what age they blew up at. And it's the same thing with Justin Bieber yeah. and all these other, like, young celebrities that really people at that age, they don't have their values established, like, yeah. tightly. Like, like me now, I would say the same thing. I would not commit to it. There is not a single girl out there that I would commit to without committing. Like, I, if I'm going to commit, yeah. I'm going to fucking commit, man. Like, yeah. I'm not going to talk to. I mean, I'll talk to other girls. I'm not going to. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to hook up with any other girls. It's yeah. going to be monogamous, out of respect for her, mm -hmm. and ideally speaking, that's what I'm going to want out of the relationship. Like, if, yeah. a, if a good girl comes along, that's good enough to want me to go monogamous. To, to uh, not want any other girls, that's the ideal situation, yeah. in my opinion. But with that being said, I would not want to... Uh, I, I wouldn't commit and then just have her around for, like, 
almost, I mean, she, he pretty much, from what I said earlier, he pretty much was treating her like a side chick, yeah. and then having all these, or he was treating her as like the main chick that yeah. he pushed off to the side, it's and then had all these side chicks come through. Like, I agree, like, why not just be single, yeah. have all the side chicks, if that's what you choose to pursue, Yeah. but then, yeah, exactly, if you're going to commit to a girlfriend, fucking commit, like, yeah. don't, like, just, be a man about it. Yeah, it's fucked up, dude, I mean, he's just got to, you know, be a man and, you know, either live the single life or stay committed, I mean, it's just that simple, I mean, it's just like, I guess, a character trait that... Obviously, he's not very good at it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it would be hard to, you know, control yourself with all that, you know, fame. And, I mean, I, obviously, you know, I'm not gay, but we can all agree that he's probably, you know, he's a good-looking guy. And, I mean, dude, he's slaying. But, like, well, he's a know, desirable guy. He's, a, a desirable he's an object guy. of desire for women. Yeah, exactly. It, women that don't even know him personally. Mm. You know, like, to that extent, like... Girls are in love with that kid, and they don't even know him. He's They've got the fame. He's got yeah. the money. He's got exactly. the personality. Like, exactly. in the words of Kanye West, <laughs> no one man should have that all that power, especially at the age of like seventeen. Yeah, it's dude, just... I'm, I'm gonna look up how old Jake Paul is right now. I don't think I've ever talked about the Paul brothers on this. Yeah, I'm all into this YouTuber shit for obvious reasons. So he's 21 now. He he just turned 21 January 17th. That's. Three days before my ex girlfriend. <laughs> oh uh, shit! Shout yeah. out to the ex. Shout out to the ex. Woo! I think she was born that year too, actually. Oh shit! Oddly enough, oh he's six two. He's he six two. Probably paid Google for those stats. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's like, hey, would you mind uh, bumping me up an yeah. extra three inches? Yeah. You care? Like, I, I just don't want to be in the five foot. I want to, but like, I don't, I don't want to be just just six foot. Like, I want to yeah. be into the six foot a little bit. Because if you're six foot, everybody knows you're five eleven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, pretty much. That. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and all this, it, it, he did, he's been relevant for a while now. So he's, I don't know. I think he was around seventeen whenever he blew up. So, regard, I don't know. That's just a lot of power to have at that age. Yeah, man. it's just. Too much, you know, too soon. I mean, he hasn't even developed as a human, you know, matured, you know. I mean, I mean, it's crazy to think about what that life is like, you know. Because not, not very many people live that life, you know. True. I mean, think about it, dude. Not very many people live that life. And just to, you know, have that life, what it would, like, you know, feel like, you know. Like, to be a billionaire, what do you think a billionaire thinks about, you know. Like, fuck. I just think, I think people, whenever they imagine themselves with money, since it's so, like, intangible and, like, just all, all in the, the imagination, they imagine themselves being, like, super pure and noble. Yeah. But in reality, like, I would like to think I'd remain the same person, too, yeah. but I wouldn't. Like, yeah, if, it's going to change. If you handed me two million dollars tomorrow, man, like... I'm getting a Corvette. Yeah, like, I might be cool. Like, I might be me for, like, a few weeks and be like, yeah, like, I have this money. But, like, ultimately, my, my decisions are going to change. My actions are going to change. Like, a lot of shit's going to change. I don't know. I don't know if I would like who I am. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, pro I would probably get myself in a lot of trouble with money. I mean... I don't know. I'm just saying that, but I feel like you know, dude. That's that's the uh, honest yeah, approach, honestly. I mean, dude, it's just like you can make so many bad decisions, but I mean, it would change anybody, you know. Unless you're, um, fuck, what's his name? 
that uh, Warren Buffett. He's the richest man on you know planet Earth. He lives in a house, you know, maybe a little bit bigger than this one. He's like the one of the richest per people in the world, and he still drives like a you know a two thousand and eight Cadillac. That's awesome. Like yeah, it's just some some people are just ethically strong, but you know, fuck. I I've heard the way Warren Buffett looks at the like money is. Uh... Which I, I I hate to compare myself to Warren Buffett because I'm not that level yeah, of thinking or anything yeah, like that. Exactly. But I I do see money in the same aspect that he does, and he he sees it as a scorecard for people. Yeah, he's always plus minus. Mm -hmm. You know, he's always you know keeping track of what you know what he's spending, what he's totally. Spending. I mean, it's just he's just constantly thinking about that, you know, and it's just that he's not thinking about it too, you know. So he can buy a new car or get a new house. He's just thinking about it because I guess that's his passion, maybe. But I mean, it's good as hell at stocks trading and stuff like that. True. But, you know, I mean, it helps to have a lot of billion dollars. He's got that. Uh, I I admire that. That's something I've always admired about him, and something I like would aspire to be like. Is I ideally speaking, I would twenty years from now or however many amount of time. Like let's just say when I'm fifty years old. I would like to have some money, but also be like that. Like, I, I don't want to spend a ton of money on, like, a house or a car or anything like that. I just think that's so just pointless. It's just yeah. so fruitless. Like, the, I don't think true fulfillment really comes from money. Like, it, yeah, I mean, studies show that, like, there is very little correlation. Like, it's, like, once the basic human necessities are met yeah. and then a few other things... And this is what's scary about millennial generation, apparently, to our elders, because at least from like a consumer point of view. Yeah. But uh, like we all want experiences and whatnot, and that's what I would say I would do, man. I I would yeah. travel a fuck ton. Exactly. Like, I would too. Yeah. And just keep like a pretty moderate house, like a moderate living style, because the way I see it, and this is this is like genuinely how I see it. I see it that we won the fucking lottery just for being born in the U.S. Like if if you're born in the U.S. and then I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I had it pretty nice growing up. Like I really can't complain about my upbringing. I'm yeah. very grateful for like how I was raised. Same here. And I bet you would say yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. like pretty much most people, if you're in college in the United States, like you won the fucking lottery when you compare yourself to the rest of the world. Exactly. The way I see it is, I have a moral and ethical obligation, responsibility. To really look out for those people yeah. that didn't have it as great as I did. Because I know if I was in their shoes, I would want somebody to be doing the exact same thing for me. Exactly. And yeah. it, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know, dude. Like, uh, like, who I am has so much to do with the cards I was dealt in this life. And I got yeah. really fucking lucky. And I'm not saying that in a cocky way. I'm just saying that in like a... Like I said, I feel like a sense of responsibility, and I really, really want to make a difference in this yeah, world. Yeah, that's good, dude. That's, I mean, that's what everybody should strive for, you know, helping others out. I mean, no matter if you're rich or poor, you should always be thinking about, you know, how you can, you know, impact somebody else's life in a positive way and yours, you know, because it's also rewarding to impact somebody positively, I would think. And there's so many ways. There there are a myriad of ways to passionately pursue that. That's the beauty of it. Like, yeah. like if you want to live out altruistically and, like, be charitable to other people, like, you, you have so many fucking ways, like, so many routes you can take towards doing that. 
Yeah. And that's it's that's just, what's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. But there's also a million different ways to, you know, n- impact somebody negatively. So, I mean, if, it just goes both ways. It comes down to our free will. Free will. If free will is an illusion or not, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other fucking topic. Oh but, uh, no, yeah, it just, it, it, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think, I think... As a culture, as an American culture, like, I, I think our society would be a lot better off. Like, I think we feel better about ourselves, too. I really do. But if we just kind of shifted our focus, just, uh, like, if you imagine, like, a safe, just a yeah. little just a little click, just a yeah. little bit of where, like, a, just a slight paradigm shift. Yeah. Just a slight shift in perspective towards, <laughs> a, like, away from consumerism, that money and putting our time, energy, money, and resources into that fucking consumerism and that... That narcissistically obsessed uh, way of like feeding the ego with buying shit, like spending money on shit we don't need. That's a George Carlin quote. Uh, but like, like really, just even if you have the money, like spending that money on shit we don't need that's not going to add value to our lives, that just feels good for the pleasure of fucking yeah. consuming yeah. all these things and bringing them into us, like. That like if we shifted our focus away from that as a culture, even just a slight yeah. little fucking dial away, yeah. and we started thinking about others, like yeah. this world would just be so much better. Exactly. And it's so it's it's so easy not to think that way whenever you're on the um, the the winning end of it. Yeah. Like as I would say, exactly. you and I are. Yeah. And it's so easy not to like focus our time and energy on that and instead to focus our time and energy on ourselves. But I don't know, dude. I just think that I Yeah. It's just the greed drives this country. Oh, it's fucking oh it's just fucked, man. It is, dude, because everybody's thinking about money. I mean, you can't go a day. I mean, you can't tell me. I mean, it's just like, you know, a thing that every single day you probably think about money. Because, I mean, everything you do probably may, might cost money. You know, you have to eat. That's money. You know, you go to school. That's money. I mean, so much shit costs money. And we just think about it so much. And I guess people think that the more money they have, the better life they're going to have because they can do more things. That is true. If you have money, like you said, you can travel and stuff like that. You can, you know, live a comfortable life. You don't have to stress. Money can be stressful. Yes. You know, like think about it. If you're poor, you'd obviously, you know, be stressed about, you know, putting food on the table. And money would just be a hassle. It would suck. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And it's just... It sucks that it has to be that way. Like, we should all just be in it together. One goal, everybody, you know. But then, I guess, you know, who knows what would happen if we did that, you know. I guess it's almost weird to think about it. Like, would the world be different if we didn't care about money and just cared about one goal? Like, you know, helping everybody else out. Like, would that be honestly a good thing? Or do we need winners and losers? No, no, we don't. We can all win. We can all win. At least that's the paradigm but that yeah, I perceive the world in, and yeah, I choose exactly, to see it that way. Exactly, and it's just who knows what would ha- you know how the world would work, you know. But I definitely would think that it would be better. I think from a stance of economics, like an economic standpoint, and just like a scientific standpoint, if everybody won, you know, like everybody would be 
I don't know. I just feel like, I just don't, I just feel like the human race, that isn't even a thing. There's always going to be, you know, like somebody who thinks that they're better than, you know, someone else. Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's just our race. Like, you know, animals can't talk, you know. I mean, humans have the ability to, you know, honestly, like, just separate themselves so much from our, from one another, you know. Like, you can't really separate yourself, like a lion can't really, you know, separate him or herself from another lion too much, you know. So you're saying human can a human can separate himself and become rich. What do you mean? Separate himself from the other other people. You know, you can be different. Everybody's so different, you know. And it's just like it's hard to think that, you know, life like like humanity can have all winners. It's just it's hard to think that that even could be a thing. It's hard to think it's because so of hard because of what we're you know what we've been taught our entire exactly. lives to think exactly exactly. But I mean, it's been that way since day one. So I mean, I don't know if it's going to change anytime soon. I mean, think about it. There was winners and losers in the like in the you know biblical times. Mm-hmm. There was winners and losers in you know the sixteen hundreds. It's just always forever been that way. True. If you think about it, it's not just now. It's just fucking going crazy now because, you know, the economy is so big and there's so much money out there and there's so, I mean, there's not very much, like, obviously there's not, you know, there's way more opportunities to separate yourself now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, glamour, glamorized now. I can barely talk. No, you're fine. Uh, I, that's, that's a very realistic point and yeah. very rational, very reasoned because, I mean, you're totally right. If you look at history, if but you look I, at the past... I, I want everybody to win. Uh-huh. No, I, but I just feel but that's like realistic. That, that's realistic. Yeah. But also, realistically speaking, and optimistically speaking... What if we made a change? Well, uh, so, it, like you said, if you look at the past, you look at history, like, it, it would prove that there's there's uh, scarcity in the world. There yeah. is There are winners. There are losers. There are winners at the expense of uh, other losers. Oh, the camera just died. Oh, shit. Uh, it's cool. It's not a big deal. We got the recorder stuff. Okay, cool. Uh, damn, we've been going an hour. Holy shit. Wow. Well, um, alright, so, uh, yeah, if, there, if, if you look at history, if you look at the past, there there is scarcity, there are winners, there are losers, and there are winners at the expense of losers, right? And yeah. if you look at the present times, it's the same exact fucking thing. Yeah. But, with this access of information that we have, this, this new access of information True. that's really, really just in the... The uh, we have the ability. Adolescent, yeah. early, premature stages of its existence. We don't really know the effects yet, the, the positive and negative. That we um, that maybe, just maybe, when people become more informed and we are be able, we'll be able to realign our values, our uh information that's in our minds our knowledge our wisdom that's up in our heads that maybe there will be a cultural paradigm shift and a new state of consciousness that hasn't been accessed yet to where people truly do start to give back and they start to live more charitably yeah and they start thinking for uh, 
maybe not to like like a full extent, but thinking to where they put others before themselves. Yeah. That would be awesome. But seven point four billion people have to do it. Well, but also it could you know I mean that's true, but you know I people in higher positions can you know make that a thing you know they can push for that but i mean i feel like you know that's just it's just like people i i mean it's inevitable people winners and losers are going to be a thing but i mean i just hope that one day we can you know fix this fucked up mess that our race has you know been the path that we've been going on for in you know the entire time we've been on this planet you know has been that winners and losers mm-hmm. you know there's people that you know succeed people that lose people succeed and they don't care about the people that lose i mean it would just be awesome if people just had you know a moral and ethical compass that was you know pointing north all the time and do you think do you think some of that is because of ignorance because people yeah. weren't able to be fully empathetic of other people in like poorer countries for example yeah. like I mean, let's like we didn't like if we if we didn't have the internet if we didn't have tv or whatever like in the 1800s yeah and you're only let's say let's say we even have a newspaper let's say we're we've come along that far okay. into history and we're reading about somebody over in africa starving it's gonna have a way less psychologically of an impact on us yeah. Uh, in comparison to like us now watching, like yeah, watch. vividly watching watch. a person in Africa just starving and sitting there with flies up yeah. going up their nose, or I don't know, <laughs> you know, but it, like uh, Ebola. Yeah, yeah, true. Shit like that. Dude. Just, just anything uh, that that visual and like that look in their eye, the emptiness, the sadness, like. I think psychologically that has more of an impact. And what I'm trying to argue going off of that is that I think people, since we are going to be a lot more understanding of the problems in the world and we're going to have a lot more information in our minds, we're going to be, that's going to result in us being more empathetic and being more selfless and just a a new, a new, uh, just a new age, basically a new way of viewing the world that, kind of the whole world has adapted or at least a lot more of the world because you're right there are seven billion people but at the same time like i don't know i, I don't know there's a i think it kind of starts with you and yourself and yeah. i think a lot of people are going to have that access to information and when when it starts with just you yourself with i don't know three thousand people and three thousand people commit their lives to changing the world in comparison, if the internet never existed or whatever never existed, that's 3,000 more people committed to making this world a better place. Yeah. Who knows what could happen? I mean, look at just one person, Elon Musk, how much shit he's done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's very true. Honestly, I just feel like humans have the ability to do, honestly, almost anything. And, I mean, we could, you know, make a world that's better. But, again people think you know about themselves unfortunately before others and not even that groups of people think about themselves before other groups of people because the world is too big to just almost look at it as an individual standpoint you almost have to look at it as like a group of people okay like i mean it's just like you know obviously there's always been racial tensions within humanity and that, I mean, we could easily just 
stop that. I mean, obviously, we're all smart enough now to understand that everybody's the same no matter what their skin color is. But we still, groups of people still, you know, don't see that. And they, it's just, it, it's sad. And honestly, history repeats itself. And that's, you know, kind of, uh, unfortunately, like, what the deal is with that. But, I mean, I would say... Just groups of people need to, under, like, have a focused, you know, mainstream thought process of, you know, helping others out and just bettering everybody. Because, honestly, the world's just so, so big, dude. It's hard to, you know, realistically even think about conquering this problem individualistically, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm, opti- I'm optimistic about the ripple effect. Yeah. That your actions will speak so loudly, exactly. or your words, whatever, will speak so loudly and so profoundly that it'll lead a ripple effect. And all, off of that, I mean, we're also living in the ripple effect of people that, like, like, I mean, literally, in, in the United States at least, we literally enslaved another group of people. I almost said species. Correct me. I apologize. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it, we, we, another ethnic um, I want to. I want to say genre. That's not the word. Like race. race. Sorry. <laughs> I want to say genre of people. Uh, another race deemed themselves as superior over another race, and then deemed the inferior race to be their slaves. And we're living in the ripple effects of that. And if you look at like the past two hundred years, at least in the United States, you're like yeah, things are bad, and it is fucking awful and stupid yeah. that. People, uh, people do live with that limited belief that we are like that white power. Yeah, we're better than you. <laughs> like it, it's fucking. It's honestly, just I just pity sick. those people, yeah, man. That's so stupid. fucking stupid. What an antiquated, dumb way of thinking. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're living in the ripple effect. But if you look at it in comparison to like now versus then, we've made a really drastic change, and it's yeah. it's really awesome. Especially, like, carrying into the future. I don't, I don't know if racism will ever fully go extinct or whatever, or, like, it fully be finished, but I think the problem's only going to become less of a problem. It's just going to yeah. become exponentially so, too. Yeah. Especially with... Because a lot of racism just based out of ignorance, you know? It's just based out of lack of intelligence. Yeah, honestly. you could argue that. Like, almost... Yeah, I mean, like, it's just... just those people are just dumb just like plain and simple no way around that people that think like that you know they just they lack the you know capacity to like think um like I guess me and you you know I mean when you think of somebody who's racist you'd probably think of somebody that you know is you know doesn't know too much you know I mean their family I, I don't even know I'm re- I don't even know where I'm going with that but that's, it's I mean, yeah, no, yeah, dude, and it's just like, I just wish it would change, dude, but unfortunately, I think that we're on our way to changing, but uh, we're not there yet. We're in the process. We're in the process. We're in the process. I would argue that as humans, we're born with the innate capability to love, to love each other, and that's who we really are in our purest form. We really do love each other. But we've 
some people, unfortunately, in this world have been conditioned to hate other genres, <laughs> yeah. some races or religion or whatever it may be. They're conditioned to hate those particular classifications of people because they are viewed inferior or they're viewed as an enemy or weak or whatever. Whatever negative attributes that have been associated generationally towards them and what it really takes. I don't think they're, they lack intelligence or capability to love those people. I think it's more they lack uh, the understanding that we're all just brothers and sisters just running around in this chaotic world together. Yeah. And I, I think they're they're fully capable of loving, but they're loving the other race. They've just been conditioned not to, yeah, exactly. so heavily that it's in their psyche, and then they pass it down to their kids. Their kids exactly. pass it down. So what it takes is an access to information and understanding that hey, maybe this way of thinking that my my dad right. hates black people. Maybe maybe that's not the right way to think. Yeah, it, it just takes people to have have uh, I guess that conscious the, the sovereignty over their own conscious free will to think that way if they want if they choose to do so um, yeah, yeah I lost my train of thought too <laughs> <laughs> but yeah let's just agree fuck racist people <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Hell, yeah. hell yeah but I agree I agree it's, yeah, it's a problem yeah yeah, fuck racist people. Fuck racist people, dude. It makes sense, though. I mean, they, they we like two kinds of people. We like people that look like us. We like people that we aspire to be like. And yeah. I, or that people that are like us. And people mm-hmm. that are like us, I, people that aren't like us, uh, maybe look completely different. Black people with black skin tone, uh, just a different pigment, a darker pigment, and then different hair. Uh, that's unfamiliar to somebody who's more ignorant and less understanding, and that creates uncertainty, and that uncertainty can lead the imagination to run fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that, man. Honestly. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just gotta be a joint effort. People gotta realize, you know, the basic facts, you know, that, you know, racism is just not right, so, yeah. They're gonna take a fucking piss. <laughs> no, totally. But I, was, I was thinking the same thing, honestly. If you wanna wrap this up, I'm totally down. Hell yeah. I just gotta take a piss. I don't know if you wanna take a bathroom break or just wrap it hey, up. Hey, dude, I got a bottle. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, hey, honestly, we can just call this quits. I, this is oh, a yeah. good amount of time. Fuck yeah, an hour and ten minutes, dude. Dude, Probably what should we call board? this episode? I, I'm thinking Jake Paul. Uh, I'll say Jake Jake Paul. I usually don't come up with the episode names on the actual podcast, but Jake Paul <laughs> and... You could say maybe racism. What, what, what did we, we... We talked about... Um, we talked about... Um, I forgot what we talked about. <laughs> that is, yeah. We should just call it Jake Paul is a racist. Jake Paul is a racist. <laughs> <laughs> should we do it? All right, all right we'll just go with that. All righty. Sign sealed. And right, just so everybody knows, if you made it to the end, we don't actually think Jake Paul's a racist. Yeah. I, I pretty much stood up for the Paul brothers this episode. And I would continue to do so. I think they're, uh, I think they're judged too harshly. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Andrew. No problem. Thank you. I'm glad awesome. you came on. Yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Cool. I'll shake your hand. All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. So. Peace.
We are, uh, yeah, peace. We're, we're heading out. We're leaving. Jake Paul is not a racist. Uh, I don't even know if I'll call the episode that. I don't know. That might be too bold. We'll what see. Clickbait. That's total clickbait if it is. What up, Trudy? All right, see ya. 